Hello, welcome to Friendlies and Fantasy. My name is Dave Clements. I am the game master for this podcast and this campaign that you are listening to. This campaign is derived and, and following the Dragon of Ice Spire Peak that comes from the Dungeons and Dragons Essentials Kit. Uh, I wanted something that was on rails for my first time running a game and also something that was on rails for players because we want to learn the rules and not just make up things willy-nilly as we go. So there's a little bit of a plan going into this. The first half hour of the audio, I pressed the wrong button on my recorder. So it is not, it doesn't exist. It's gone to the world. But uh, a, a real quick recap here. We have three adventurers, Rem, a young tiefling played by my daughter Grace, has met Phelan, played by my brother Josh, who is a human ranger. I always want to say fighter. Um, he is a human ranger. Um, Phelan goes to introduce himself as he notices this tiefling shyly, quietly, somewhat clumsily walk into the Stonehill Inn in Phandalin. And he presents her with a pint of ale, which he then proceeds to accidentally dump all over her. Um, he leaves her embarrassed and tries again talking to this Osimar, Angelique, that walked in. Um, Angelique is played by my sister-in-law, married to Josh, Amanda. And we are picking up the story after this incident has occurred and essentially... The characters are there just, um, they've come to Phandalin to really just find some quests. Now, we are still working on the backstory for each of these characters, so it will become more interesting as we go along. They have heard some rumors about a dragon who has been kind of terrorizing the Sword Mountains not far from Phandalin, and uh, they have... They're going to investigate that, and you will see this take place. But where I'm going to drop you in right now is uh, Phelan talking to Angelique for the first time. So with that said, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, a quick note as the editor and guy running the show here. The plan is not that this is a... Um, it's not a highly produced podcast, so the audio quality isn't great. Uh, it's more for posterity so that I can look back as the the game master and make notes as to what happened previously. And, uh, you know, we can we can learn from that and adapt. And I know what to research. So you'll see things improving and we'll become better D&D players and um yeah, I think you'll have a fun time listening, though. So pardon the audio quality. I've tried to tweak it as best as I could in post. But, you know, that's the way things are when you don't have the perfect setup, which uh, one day we just might. So that is um, that's all of my blathering here. Almost four minutes in. So please enjoy this first episode of Before the Wilds, which is what I'm calling this current campaign before we uh, gear up for a, a new campaign sometime in 2021. All right. Thanks for listening in advance, and I will leave you to Phelan meeting Angelique.
I would uh, I'd offer you this ale, but I overheard that you aren't really interested, and it's probably better that I keep it away from anybody else. Well, I notice you reek of it, but I'm not sure how much you've drunk tonight. Maybe you should go find some other, someone else to entertain you. Well, I wish I could say I drank it, but uh, <laughs> not quite how that went. Anyway, um, what do you seem to be doing in the area? Just mm. the uh, inn owner seems to think everybody's here looking for a dragon. I might be. I might not be. <laughs> I won't give you any information. I prefer to keep my business to myself. Why would you be interested in a dragon? Well, um, I heard the rumors, as I'm sure you did, and found my way here to see what was actually true. And, uh, can't say I've learned much about the dragon, but the innkeep did mention a town off to the east, um, Coneyberry, or, well, ruins anyway. And he uh, spoke of some gold that might be found there. I suppose that I might prepare myself and head that way. And I thought you might be interested in some company heading that direction. Maybe we could help each other out, split the treasure. I was going to see if the tiefling over there is interesting, but uh, that didn't go so well. (laughs) So maybe you'll have a better chance. Have you seen a tiefling and a smart together? Well, I haven't seen an ace more or a tiefling ever, so <laughs> who can say? I respect that answer. And as you are having this discussion, Toblin comes back and he sets this, like, super dusty bottle of cider <laughs> on the <laughs> like counter. fermented cider. Uh, this is the best I could find, but, uh, oh, did you buy her an ale? She wouldn't take it from me. Uh, no luck on <laughs> my end. Uh, well, I guess since the two of you are here, and he kind of looks over at Rem. Well, they're all talking. I, I, like, slowly, like, peek my head out from under the table and, like... <laughs> and and he, see, he sees you peek your head out under the table. Uh, I don't know if this one's had too much to drink or not enough, but she's, uh, I don't know, a little crazy. So I figures... I hiss at him. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, seems like you two are getting along, which is great. Um, have you, I figure, you know, adventurers and all, uh, you're looking for some coin, yeah? Oh, well, most of us are, I would say. All right. Well, <laughs> if you don't mind a little, uh, quest or so, we got a job board over by the town hall, and, uh, you can go check that out anytime, um. They're always throwing some new things up there. Uh, find his name. Uh, Harbin over there. He's he's a quack, but you know, uh, nice enough guy. But he posts some things over there, so you might want to check that out sometime. Uh, he looks over at Rem again. What are you doing? <laughs> My head is back under the table. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to kick her out. <laughs> Uh, did you guys, uh, get lodging or anything like that? I've been staying at the local inn. 
This is the local one. <laughs> that's exactly where I've been staying. Sorry, that's what I thought, but why are you yeah. asking if I had logic then? Because this is the first time he's seen you. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you talked to the bartender, because he can give you a key and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, talk to him if you need some lodging while you stay, or uh, whatever you're doing. Uh, I gotta go clean up some ale. Some Somebody dump some over here. <laughs> I'll be back. Uh... Alright, and he grumbles off. On that note, I think I'm going to check out that job board. And now that the ale-reeking man has left, I'm going to go approach the tiefling child. (laughs) Seems to have a lot of trouble with people. So many reasons. (laughs) But since I know that the demon spawn and celestials don't get along very often, (laughs) I'm going to be a little bit careful, and I'm going to sit at the table next to that table and just sit there quietly and i guess i'll uh stand up and move to the table i see this awesome out because it doesn't smell like ale (laughs) (laughs) she's drinking my cider that looks like it's gotten very ripe over the years (laughs) Mm, dust bummies (laughs) would you care for some apple cider Yes, it's just more. <laughs> I just pay no attention. To All right. I take that as consent, and I pour her a glass. <laughs> and Phelan makes a mental note that cider or uh, ale is off the menu. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you drink the cider? Have you drank any of it? Well, no. I brought okay. the bottle with me to the table. Okay, so so you just poured cider. it. Yeah. Rem, do you drink any of the ale? No, I I pushed the glass back and I said my mother taught me better than to drink things from strangers. Mind you, she's eighteen. <laughs> by the way. She's older than I thought she was gonna be. But everybody drinks in D and D, so. Yeah. I will. Most everybody. If I get it from Some myself, I don't trust these people. Okay. <clears throat> so carry this conversation forward a little bit. She's offered you a drink and you've declined it, which is pretty insulting. <laughs> it has <laughs> dust bunnies on the bottle. I don't think I want that. She put it out of the bottle. Still. How long has it been since you had any drink? <laughs> Well, you obviously traveled a long way. Her pores got quite a bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maybe a drink of something else would uh, wash away the scent a little bit. I doubt it. While I silently sip my cider. Um, roll a constitution check. Or constitution saving throw. With what? Oh, a d20. Okay. Sorry. Most everything's d20. So, yeah, real quick. So, on dice, just what do we actually use? Generally, Generally. for checks and things, you're going to use a d20. Um, Attacks are when you start using different, like attacks and spells are when you start using the different dice. And that depends on which weapon or spell you're using. Seven. To seven. Um, Plus whatever. I don't know. I have a plus two to constitution. I think that's what I would be reading, right? Is that over here where I'd read that? No, uh, you'd da, 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 da. read it in the saving throws box. 
Which gives me also a plus two to constitution. <laughs> I didn't know, okay? You're fine. <clears throat> I was just pleasantly surprised. Um, so, you said you rolled a seven? Well, it was a plus two to constitution. Okay. So that's a nine. nine. I can add. My brain works. Um, <laughs> as you, you sip this, um, you tip the bottle back and... It's not as liquid as you wish it was. It's more sludgy, and it touches your lips, and you just spew it all over Ren's face. What is it? It's me. Don't hug me or spew it on me. Okay, what's your reaction then? I just wipe my face off of my hand. So you're just totally chill with somebody... And then I'll just say, excuse me. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Don't drink that cider. It's not cider. <laughs> it's more like half jello. <laughs> it's like applesauce mold. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> That's quite fascinating how that works. I wonder what environment it was placed in to become such a weird consistency. Uh, uh, and as, as you, as that happens, the bartender comes walking out and, uh, he has this stack of napkins and he goes, oh, hey, um, I don't know if you need these, but I found these in the back. Uh, oh, yeah, you might need these now. And he puts them on the table and he goes, um. So, I was talking to Toblin, and you're kind of weirding him out. Uh, he wants me to kick you out, but I'm too nice to kick you out. So, you should probably leave as soon as possible. I interject, since I'm at this table, and I point out that Toblin doesn't seem to be the best, the best uh, judge of things, based on the drink he served me. Well, I mean, usually everybody wants ale and uh, doesn't ask for anything too crazy like cider. He hasn't served cider in, and counts on his fingers. Well, I don't have enough fingers, but it's been a while. So uh, I think he did the best that he could. Thank you. Sure. Um, you seem like you're okay, but he's not too keen on this one. That's weird. I'm special. <laughs> we noticed. And he kind of looks back at the bar, and he's, he sees Toblin standing there. And <clears throat> I offer to escort the tiefling out. All right. Well, uh, just uh, just keep an eye on this one. She's a weird one. <laughs> Thank and you. So the bartender just. Picks up the stack of napkins and takes them back to the bar. And he gives you like three of them. I need more than that. He just gives you the whole stack. I just stand I by the door waiting. Right. I take them promptly and meet the Osmar at the door. Okay. Um so you exit the inn and where are the two of you headed? As soon as we exit the door, I look at the tiefling. Wait for a response. <laughs> and 
don't know how I should respond. You're just she looking just at looks me. looks awkward. Thank you. <laughs> so, I point out that that was the inn. <laughs> so, if she's no longer welcome there, she will have to find another place to stay. <laughs> You'd be surprised at the places I've had to stay before. <laughs> Is that a response? Are yes. you talking to her? Yes. Okay. Because you can't talk to me about what you're telling her. I'm not here. I'm telling the story playing the NPCs. So talk to... Talk to Angelique there. Yeah. What do you intend to Uh do for the evening? Well, I follow the horses. (laughs) Wherever they stay, I guess I'll curl up in my favor. Hey. Well, I hear there's a treasure to be had and adventure if we head towards Coneyberry, which... We can camp along the way. Hey, uh, words. <laughs> I'd go anywhere to get away from here. Now, I just thought I would warn you that the the uh, ale man is also headed that way. Do you know who the ale man is? <laughs> Now, not by Grace, but does Rem know who the ale man is? Um, no, mostly because she's been looking down the entire time. Okay. So, so she looks confused. <laughs> well, I um, I look at the Osmar and pull out my grid. <laughs> Just be like, hey, I have this. We're good. You what? <laughs> I like, like, um... Their words are not helping me right now, but like I almost like completely not unsure. She displays. I was like, I was like, hey, we got this. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to head out now, or do you need to prepare yourself, buy a few things? While you've been here, have you seen any uh, water troughs anywhere? <laughs> Usually that's in the stables where they hitch the horses. I don't know why you would need that, considering you don't have a horse. Or do you have a horse? I do not. That's what I thought. They tend to be scared of me for some unknown reason. Well, there are known reasons for why a horse might be scared of you, but... Maybe because you have a giant tail... Or your skin is a strange color, or maybe the way you smell because of your race. Thanks. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I was merely stating facts. So I guess I look around for the nearest horse stall and <laughs> try to wet the napkins and wipe things off of itself. Okay, so do you leave Angelique? By herself? Like, did you, yeah, did you wander off? Or... I'll I'll look at her and say, stay here, I'll be right back. (laughs) And I go looking for the nearest horse stall. Okay. Uh, Angelique Woodard. I meander in her direction, just not very quickly, so that I can (laughs) stay close enough in case there's trouble. Alright, Phelan. You've not experienced any of this interaction. Yes. You've trudged off, and you went toward the Townmaster's Hall, right? If that's where the job board is. Right. 
So you get up to the job board and <clears throat> you see that there is currently only one job available and it says Umbridge Hill. Can you read that out loud? Actually, read it to yourself. Because nobody else is there. Because nobody else is there. Right. Now, as you read that, um, we're going to kind of say that a lot of this stuff happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you have cleaned yourself up, Rem. Um, you still kind of, you kind of smell like ale, but it's more tolerable. It's on your clothes, not your skin. Right. Um. I've mostly wiped off my face. (laughs) Yeah. And the two of you, um, make your way to the town master's hall to encounter Phelan standing there, um, reading through this note. And you notice that there are no other quests on the board for the two of you to, uh, even consider. I guess I um, look at Angelique and I go, or, well, I don't, I don't know her name yet, do I? Well, you, when you're talking, when you're saying what you're doing, you can use Angelique. Oh, well. But <clears throat> if you're talking to her, you I can't her use her name until we like, yeah. Right, right. now, well, it's I guess an Asimar. Right. Aleman, Asamar, <laughs> and Tiefling. <laughs> I guess I... Uh, it's accurate uh, at the moment. <laughs> I guess I look over at Angelique and whisper, I'll say, I don't care for him very much. <laughs> well, it's less a, a matter of caring for him and whether or not he'll be helpful if we were to encounter more trouble on the way. I heard he was very interested in ruins. He might know more about it than we do. How close to me are they? Well, we're standing a ways away. You can't hear us. I, I would say... We're <laughs> whispering. Um, I would say that you, like, you're not hearing the beginning of this conversation. You're hearing... like They're getting louder because they're getting closer. So let's say they're about 20, 30 feet from you. and But they're like not walking briskly. They're just strolling, basically. And you're... Uh, you know what? I was let's, gonna say, let's roll. I have something I can roll let's for. Roll, <laughs> let's roll perception to, perception to, to, uh... He's not very good at rolling, so. is he? Oh, he's only rolled uh, once. True, and that was a yep. one. <laughs> so, that'll be a d20. That was sad. Yeah. <clears throat> Four, sort of. The re-roll? That one? It's, it's, it's on, on the crease. Nice, but it's, oh. it's... Yeah, go ahead and re-roll. Yeah. That's an 18. I plus don't four. think okay. that's right. <laughs> Go back to your four. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> yeah, like, um, you, you don't hear Rem say, I don't care for him, but you hear him. You, that's what you hear, and you hear their footsteps closer to you, so you're aware that they're, they're, talking they're coming it. in on you. Okay. Um, what was I saying? I was saying something. <laughs> oh, you were saying that he could uh, be he, he could be useful on our journey. Plus, it seems that he's holding the only quest. To well, then area. you're talking to him. <laughs> Suppose somebody has to be the adult. <laughs> so I walk a little bit closer to him, but I stand a little ways away because he still kind of smells like ale. Just what do I know? <laughs> 
Yeah, but you washed off. I don't think he did. <laughs> so, uh, what you're eating? Well, I see you decided to join me, finally, and somehow managed to bring the tiefling along. I have this feeling he doesn't like She smells a bit better than she did before. <laughs> you're one but, to uh, talk. Please become acquainted, <laughs> yes, although I don't know much about her other than the, the uh, innkeeper doesn't seem too keen on her. Can't really imagine why. <laughs> well, sounds like you need to make some friends. And I just happen to have a good way of maybe getting to know each other a little bit better. I uh, noticed this one quest hanging up on the board here. And it seems that the local midwife uh, lives by herself um, in a stone windmill a few miles south of here. And it seems that with the dragon sightings becoming more common recently, it's not safe for her to be alone. And it looks like somebody wants us to urge her to return to town. Once she's safe, we're supposed to visit the town master, Harbin Wester, to claim her reward. So as he's talking, I get closer because I want to read it myself. <laughs> and then I pass so it to her. Shoulder, and then eventually I just can't take it from it. And then I walk over to the tiefling, who's a little bit farther away from him, and I show her what he was looking at. So apparently this little... Do you do anything while they're was, uh, pondering in the note? Living in a windmill and... She saw some dragons, or she just want to be alone with me. Okay. Or are you patiently waiting? I'm trying to remember if like I picked really wood neat. carving tools at some point. I thought it had me pick to come. I mean, tools twice while I was in character. Okay, fine. But those tools, mm, I just have leather and vehicle. We've both done okay by ourselves mm. so far. You have leather workers' tools? So. So, if you give me a second, I'll look that It looks like we're headed up. towards... Uh, the other side of the hill. About oh, south of Fandling. So it says, Leather workers' tools include a knife, a small mallet, an edger, a hole punch, thread, and leather scraps. Okay. So. You definitely have a small knife. <laughs> Whoa. If you feel like stabbing your eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I will... I guess just whittle a piece of wood while I wait. Okay. So are you willing to take this with us? Yes. Alright. I'll let him know. <sighs> Rem, how far away are you standing from Aleman? Aleman? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. You don't have to give me exact, but, like, generally, like, are you kind of staying away from him yes. and closer to Angelique? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do it. We're in. <laughs> but we need to establish some ground rules and make sure we know who we all are working with before we head out. Of course. Maybe I could uh, reintroduce myself. My name's Phelan, and uh, I don't typically make a habit of spilling ale on tieflings. It just seems not to be my day today, and I apologize for that. 
Well, apparently it's my day for things to get spilled on me, so yes, I'm right. I may have also done something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine wasn't quite as much of a blunder, though. I'm Angelique Everfight. I am Rem. It's nice to meet you, Rem. It's not often I see a tiefling, but I'm not exactly uh, common myself. And of course, nobody in Fandolin makes a, a, a big deal of either of the two of you because they've seen people of all shapes and sizes and races. Except for me. <laughs> you're weird. You're, you're very acting weird. You're very awkward. They've seen plenty yeah. of tiefling, tieflings, but most tieflings... But none of them um, look like they just robbed someplace and they really want to hide. Right. Um, <laughs> most, Excuse me, I'm the opposite. Most tieflings... Have held themselves in better stature than you have. Like you are visibly like falling apart in front of people. <laughs> You're just like it in a could be under a table. Right. <laughs> I would have been like, um, they need to leave. They're disturbing the uh, the ALP. <laughs> uh, so. Nobody's buying drinks if they think that's what happens. <laughs> Obviously, the three of you have to um, talk to the town master, Harbin, um, before you can go on the quest. So, who is going to the take leader. the lead here? Not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like all the way in the back. You, you watch Ram just get. Not it. <laughs> not it. Well, I'm just wondering. Seeing as how I picked uh, up the, the uh, quest, I suppose I can go start the conversation if you want to tag uh, along. Well, if you're going to take care of that, then I think <laughs> I'm just going to uh, stay here and let you continue the. <laughs> because uh, a tiefling doesn't look like she wants to come. Talk to people, and I don't think she. I don't like people, okay? In large groups. Oh, well, as long as she stays away from drinks, she should be okay. I had nothing to drink. We're fine. <laughs> no, but she had plenty of drink on her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she makes a good point. We can come with you, but we'll stay outside. Suit yourself. <laughs> Alright, so as Phelan enters. The, the town master hall, he he notices that uh, from the outside it didn't look very busy, but there are several people just bustling in and out of doors. Like, it's hard to kind of figure out where he needs to go uh, until he sees that behind all of these people there's actually a desk with this little old lady sitting and a little blue-haired old um, gnome lady. <clears throat> she's just sitting there patiently, just watching people bustle. And she doesn't look nervous. She's just like watching them. Like this is my job. This is what I normally do. I make sure people don't steal things. <laughs> I approach her and <laughs> start up a small conversation and and mention. That out of all these busy people, she seemed like the one who would know what's going on. 
and she eyeballs you up and down from her her chair, which you're able to see over the desk, and you notice that she's like in this like really big high chair because she's such a small little little gnome lady, and she just looks you up and down, and like you kind of see her eyes get wide. She's like, oh, you're you're quite handsome. Um. Um, and like she she starts to get a little nervous and uh, uh what well, what can I help you with sweetheart I uh, picked up this notice on the job board outside and she snatches it right out of your hand and she <laughs> and she just kind of she kind of stares at it and reads it over and hmm Oh, I bet you could do better than this. <laughs> well, I just showed up in town, and maybe that'll do it to start with. She looks at it again. Mm, I'd give you more. I'd give you more gold than this. And so she goes, all right. And she hops down from this chair, and to you, she basically just disappears. <laughs> And you you hear the secret ninja. You hear you hear her walk out from behind her desk and you see her walk up to this door and she knocks on the door and you hear this muffled voice and um she takes the the slip of paper that you had and she slides it under the door. And um and a couple seconds go by and she just kind of looks at you and winks at you. And <clears throat> uh, as she's standing there, you kind of hear a muffled shuffle behind the door. And then a slip of paper comes back out. And she picks it up. And she goes, all right. So um, Harbin wants to know, is it just you or do you have a party you're representing? Got to know how to split this. Well, there's a tiefling and Asmar just outside. They seem a little hesitant to come in, but I think they're interested in lending a hand. All right. So you see her pull this pen from her ear, write something on the slip of paper. The pen compared to her. Oh, she's just she's a gnome. It's a normal size. It's a gnome size pen. (laughs) She had lots of cute curly blue hair. Right. So it's in there. So yeah. So she writes something on the paper and slides it back under the door and she looks at you again. She winks at you again. <laughs> She's like, You're and then and then the and the piece of paper slides back out and um she walks back over to her desk, climbs up in her chair, and goes, Alright. So you said there were three of you. Alright, um so I guess as long as you qualify and you bring this slip of paper back to Harbin, uh, I, I guess we can pay you. So, um, how long do you think this will take you? Hmm. Better question is, do you know where you're going? I have an idea. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Umbridge Hill, it's about a three-hour trek from here. So that's six hours round trip. And, uh, well, depending on how good you are, 
darling, I bet you are just the best. Um, I bet you you'd be back here within 10 hours. Think you can do it? Sure. I'll make it a point to be back sometime this evening. All right. Um, all right. Well, be on your way. Uh, oh, and she kind of looks at the door like somebody said something to her. And it's the same door that she was just at, and she runs over to the door. And she kind of looks at you, and she's like, All right, um, you better get going, because I got to go. I'll see you later. Okie dokie. So you exit? Exit. All right. What have the girls been up to during this uh, interesting conversation and interaction? I have Rim. no idea. It's <laughs> sharpening my axe. You guys have just been standing there in silence I'm while you're sitting. So, uh, <laughs> I maybe scratched a couple things with my quill and pen, or quill and paper, parchment, whatever it is I had in my pockets. <laughs> anyway, uh, apparently she was sharpening her axe. Figured <laughs> it was safer for both of us to just stay put. So, outside of or run outside. away to the mission. <laughs> did you learn anything else about Unless each other? Could have, like actually talk. Right. <laughs> Negotiation. Negotiation. So I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say like no. super awkward <laughs> silence the whole time. Yeah, probably for like yep. five minutes or so. She's sharpening her axe. It's fine. She's productive. So Phelan, you you walk out of the hall. Um, awkward silence. Yeah, and <laughs> like the rest of the town is is I mean there's people going here and there, but your two comrades are just sitting in complete silence, not looking at each other. One's writing in a in a little notepad. The other one is for whatever reason sharpening an axe <laughs> because she does not seem to be a go getter. But she's just like, like, sharpening this axe to the Riding point where her. it's probably not nearly as sharp as it once was. She's like, dulled the blade in the process just because she's nervous. I barely know these. Now, Rem, you see, Phelan. You, you see Phelan. You see Phelan uh, walk out of the Townmaster's Hall before. Um, Angelique. It's such a long name and I can't remember mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dakari, but then this one just ended up. That's fine. Yeah. I just gotta get used to it. Yeah. Alright. So you see him before she does. What do you do? <laughs> I just point and say, hey, I'm gonna behind you. Okay. I casually look over my shoulder. Yes, he is. <laughs> I put away my my writing and turn all the way around and face Phelan. So, what's the news? Well, probably a little more newsworthy than uh, the conversations that you've been having. Ah, well, I met a lovely little lady who... Um, you seem to was be very helpful. a lot of those lately. Was very helpful <laughs> in uh, pointing out about how far we had to go um, to get to this windmill. It's about about three hours south of here, and uh, so 
She's, uh, I think she's expecting us to be back sometime this evening. So I figure we'll start going that way. She said we can, if we come back and we've completed what we set out to do, then there's a reward waiting for us. All to be expected. When do we head out? Ah, well, as long as everybody here is ready to go, I say we have that way. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'd really like to venture up to those Coneberry ruins, but I figured we'd lend a hand around here first. Well, Ren, do you have everything you need to set out? Yes. <laughs> this slowly puts it with a great axe. How about you, uh, Phelan? Does it? Well, this cloak has picked up a lot of smells in the past, so I'm sure I'll pick up another, and this ale smell will go another away at some point. <laughs> so many smells. <laughs> so yeah, I'm okay. ready to go. Okay, so you guys don't do anything else in town. You're ready to do the quest. Yep. Okay. It's not like we have any gold to spend, really. I mean, you have ten gold apiece. Depends. A lot uh, of things. I, I looked up, you could buy a rope, you could buy a goat. <laughs> yeah. A piece of gold. Oh, so. yeah. We could buy a rope and a goat. Rope and a goat. Five goats, five ropes. There you go. <clears throat> All right. So um, the three of you head out. And you head toward Umbridge Hill. And Phelan, as you walk, you realize that... Um, the secretary had actually given you some very brief directions on how to get there so you didn't get lost, and she sealed it with a kiss. Very kind of her. <laughs> so uh, you make your way, and um, you see that Umbridge Hill is built on... Or, geez. That built on the slope of Umbridge Hill is an old stone windmill surrounded by an iron fence. There's a, um, as you walk closer, you realize that there's this large winged creature. It's got this spiky tail, um, kind of a human-like face, and it's trying to knock down the windmill's front door. And, um... How big is it? Uh, it is large, so it is bigger than you. Um, and you can tell from a distance. Rem, roll perception. I'm assuming I resemble this creature. Roll perception. Five. Uh, what's your modifier? Plus zero, which is why I said five. Okay. Um, as you're... Actually, you know what? Everybody roll perception, because oh. I don't think Amanda's gotten to roll anything yet. So everybody roll, roll perception. Thing, and then I spit out oh, that's right. Cider, 11. Modifier? Uh, it's the skills thing this time, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So... 13. 9. Plus 13? No, it's plus oh. 2, but total is okay. 15. I was like, something's yeah, unbalanced. I I have a plus 13. Yeah. So you got a 5, 13. a 13, and 9 plus 4, so, so 13. 13. So, um, <laughs> what, what would you say are marching orders? Like, are you in the lead and they're following in this order with Angelique and then Ram behind you? I would say so because say I, so. I'm the divider between the awkward one who doesn't like the young man who's very awkward himself but doesn't want to admit it. <clears throat> um, so. so, 
Rem is like she's following you, but she just seems like bored out of her mind. Like she was bored about fifteen minutes into this three hour trip. And like not to a point where she's like, Are we there yet? But like she's she's thinking it, she's, thinking it, she's and she's keeping herself awkward or she's keeping herself occupied and uh while she's busy doing, you know, picking flowers or whatever it is that she's <laughs> doing, what me. are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm like jumping up and down trying to look over people. <laughs> Although well, I don't know if I'm no, tall you're not enough. supposed to be paying attention. I was gonna say you're not. You're not. I know. I'm just like jumping up and down for some. I also don't even know. So she's jumping around in a circle. So she's, she's jumping over the cracks on the path. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, um, the two of you, uh, all three of you actually, I mean, you see the monster and you know that it's big and you can see the tail and the wings. You're not real sure what it is. Um, what color is it? Um, it, <laughs> you it's know, just in fur case colored, it like, you know, um, orangish brown. Rusty. Yeah. And, um. Is it just them that can see this? No, all three of you oh, can see it. No, I can it. see a blob. No, it's it's big. I'm your perception is more. You're just not paying attention. That's <laughs> like it didn't click in your brain like oh, there's a monster. Right, you see something, but you don't really care. Um, but the two of you, you see the monster, and you, you both are just kind of scanning things, and you realize that up in the windmill there's a window and there's like a woman just like flailing her arms like trying to get your attention okay so uh how do you proceed i would say that that is not her pet (laughs) and um maybe we should lend a hand doesn't look like a dragon to me but also doesn't look very friendly i think she's Trying to keep us from harming the beast, or is she asking to be saved? Seems as though the beast is trying to harm her. Uh, I look up and I'm like, hmm, what are we talking about? (laughs) Um, Angelique, uh, as you get closer, roll a... uh, What do I want you to roll... Because I don't want you to have to roll the same thing over and over and over again. I'll just roll all of the um, dice and then you can roll, tell me which one. <laughs> roll an insight check. So it would be a plus two for you. Yeah. The only one which is which the d20 again, probably. Actually, roll a history. Yes, it is a d20. Okay. Yeah, all checks are d20s. History. So it would be a plus four. 19 plus four okay. on three. As you get closer... You realize that what this beast is, is a manticore. Yeah, that makes sense. Lovely. And, um, it just, it keeps, like, smashing its paws one at a time into this, uh, this building. Using its club-like tail. It hasn't gotten to that point yet. Okay. And, uh... You, you're all about 
I'd say, because I'm not good with distance. Um, <laughs> let's say you guys are about 60 feet away from it, and uh, Phelan, you realize that the reason it's not using its tail is because it, it's injured. Um, like, from kind of the base of its tail through its left back leg. It's got some kind of a, a laceration there. <clears throat> and the, the woman sees you and she, hey, hey, hey. Because you guys are paying attention to this freaking manticore yeah. and not her. And she's like, hey, somebody help me. Are you going to do anything about this? <laughs> Can I say, hey, look, there's a person up there. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, there's a person up there. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> she's been there for oh, quite a while now. Yeah, either of you have any... I don't think she's moved. ...any weapons that might be able to reach out. I have a bow, for instance. I can knock an arrow and see if I can take this creature on, or at least get its attention away from the windmill. Well, for physical weapons, I have a dagger, but I'm proficient in magic. Ah, well, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> I didn't hear you ask when we first began this adventure. I didn't hear you offer. Personally, what about you? I could just run up and start attacking it with my with axe. Your axe. Yeah. Well then, let me loose an arrow its direction and. <laughs> How about this? Let's roll for initiative. So roll, hey. a D roll a d20 and then add your initiative modifier. So is it going to be surprised? <laughs> so sad. Uh, it, it would be, yes. So you would be rolling advantage. Okay. But initiative just decides turn order. Right. I watched some videos yeah. earlier today. I was watching the, the WASD yeah. um, beginner oh, okay. videos and rule school. Yeah, those are, those are good ones to watch. Mine is a zero. I mean, actually, so. the modifier is a zero. Yeah, mine is okay, so what'd you get? I got a two. A one. Oh. Well, this is just initiative, uh, so you would be last. Oh, uh, two. <laughs> oh, I gotta... I've gotta roll two. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, I got a ten. You got a ten? With my plus one initiative, so I have... I rolled a nine. I know. And I got a plus So you one. have a ten, you have a... Yeah. Two. A two? Oh, it looks like a 14 from here because okay, of the light. Okay, it's a 14. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I want to slash so that So 10, thing. 2, 1. These are just trackers so that I can keep... Remember who goes who went. Right. So, um, just so you know, the Manticore rolled a higher initiative than all of you. What so it should go first. It's a giant monster. But I... Assuming, you know, you weren't, like, super loud, it's not paying any attention to the three of you. It is still trying to knock these walls in. So it takes its turn attacking the fence. <laughs> Basically. Or it doesn't get a turn. So, Rem, right. you are first in line. So how far are we from this giant beast? Of so you're 60 feet. Crap! You can only... Your, your move is 30 Yes. <laughs> so, um, now, remember that 
you... Okay, so I don't know if you have, have it written down. Weapons. You do, technically. Oh, you I have two I hand axes. Oh. Now, the thing with the hand axes is they're best at 20 feet, but you can throw them up to 60 feet. But okay. any anywhere after 20, up to 60, you roll with disadvantage. Okay. Well, I will move my full speed, which is 30 feet. So I, there's still 30 feet remaining between me and right. the beast. Okay, so you move. Um, I will throw one of them. Just one? Yes. <laughs> I'm just making because sure. Because then on my next turn, I can just move closer. Okay. And um, slash it. So, go ahead and roll... Um, against AC. So roll your d20. Okay, wait. To see if AC. you hit it. Oh, okay. Armor class. <laughs> I'm a dingus. Ten. It's a ten? Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, so that's not what I want to do. So you rolled a straight 10. Okay, so because you use the hand axe, you add 6 to that, so that's a 16. And... I like where this is going. <laughs> it's a 16, right? Is that yeah. what I said? Okay, so that hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Or... Which is... Because I know it's my great axe, which is a 12. So it your hand axe is a d6 plus 4. D6 plus 4. Also, since there's 30 feet... Um, let me, let me double check something. You guys okay? Yeah. Okay. Do either of you want a drink? Like, we got some B&W root beer. A&W. A&W. <laughs> and also these sodas. Um, I'll take one of those. Okay. What about you, Gracie? Well, either one Grace, these... don't be obnoxious. You're doing I love a good. I'm being enough. obnoxious. <laughs> Root beer sign. What about you, Amanda? Okay. I had that whole turn pop. Okay. Okay. So, Grace, since you are. So there was 60 feet, you moved 30 feet. So because you're throwing thank you, uh -huh. beyond normal range, which would be that 20 feet, you have to roll a disadvantage. So um, go ahead and use that for your second die. Roll both of those. Okay. Together? Yeah, but they're two separate rolls. Because, okay. So, beca so, wait, that's so because she's at disadvantage, um, she has to take the lower. Oh, okay. So, so I got a it's, one, but it's a plus four. It's a one plus four, so it does five damage. Um, actually, well, 
Yeah. So this is this is fun. It's also surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it negates. All right, so let's go with the two plus four. So that's six damage. Okay. I heard it. Let me have the red one back. Um. Sorry. I have so much stuff going on here. (laughs) Yeah, so it hits, and um, I mean, it cuts into it, but not a lot. Like, it's got just another scratch on it, basically. But it turns and just snarls at you. And to that, I say, you're welcome, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it just kind of glares at you and just kind of just goes back at swinging at this tower because it definitely wants what it wants. All right, so next would be Angelique. Yes, she rolls it too. So I'm looking at my character thing, mm-hmm. and I'm finding that I don't know any spells. <laughs> we, we temporarily moved the cat these bells the cat tower in there so you actually decided to scratch uh, light let's see first level what yeah um oh. I don't like it's not I don't think it gave me an option for that stuff really when I made stuff so I guess I didn't think about it but here I am so I'm currently looking at first level spells so you have a cantrip which is light so cantrips are basically free to use Um, and if you use spells you're bringing up spell slots and you only have two per day so if you used up both spell slots you guys would have to take a long rest before you got your actually you would only you can only get one like spell that. slot back. I have to check. Yikes. Yeah. Welcome to stuff I'm not familiar with because I've never used magic. Uh, at first level, you have a spell book containing six first level wizard spells of your choice. Oh, cool. I don't so, remember it asking you to choose. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the weird things. It's kind of like activating your weapons. Yeah. It's like, well, duh. Um, so I'm probably playing this wrong, but we're gonna wing it until yeah, I find out throw a good. A dagger at it for now, but. <laughs> uh, you're just behind you prepare the list of wizard water. spells that are available to cast. To do so, it's choose a number of wizard spells from your book equal to your. Okay, so. <laughs> what is your intelligence modifier? That is the one that is not visible oh, yeah, on that sheet. Alright, let me go... Intelligence. Nope, that's not over there. That's uh, you're... Okay, so... Intelligence modifier. Okay, so you can pick three spells Yay! out of your spell book to use. So, yeah, you have a spell book with six spells. We can only use three of them. Um. I can recover spell slots with a short rest. Oh, a short rest. It says once per day when you finish a short rest, you can choose expanded, expended, 
spell slots to recover up to a combined level of one. And none of the slots can be six level or higher. That's my arcane recovery special okay. action. Let me... Do, 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 Just so you know. So I can take like cat now. Guys, let me go take a hat. So, in D&D Beyond, you should be able to pull up a list of spells. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you go to more, and then select spells, and then you can filter it so that you're looking for wizard spells and level one spells. Burning Hands is a good one that a lot of people use. Let me see if I can find kind of a cheat sheet. Best first level wizard spells. Okay. So like if you go to cast healing hands and you roll a one, does that mean you like accidentally confuse your spells and cast it? <laughs> you could. It kind of depends on what I want to do, because I could just be like, yeah, instead of healing somebody, you just, like, turn them into ash. Like, <laughs> it depends on how, like, how brutal I want to be. Yeah, circumstances. Um, you so can, you'll have six total, but you can only have, like, three active at one time. Prepared. Yeah. Magic Missile is a good, another popular one. one. I know Burning Hands and Magic Missile are good ones. Um, also, since you're a wizard, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to have... Starting out. True, you do. I can't well, think of what they are right now, but... I'll let you focus on spells. It would be nice if I could read what it was, but apparently I needed to download the rules to see what it was. Which one are you looking at? I was looking at Fog Cloud. Um, is that a first level wizard? First level conjuration. Is that not allowed? Um, you did the filter, right? For wizard? I filtered for wizard first level. And that was included in that. That's interesting. I just thought it would be a good idea. Oh, you're fine. Oh, I see it. It wouldn't let me search for it. <laughs> okay. But I wanted to read it. I just had right. To so it says, um, "You create a twenty-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. Uh, the range is one hundred and twenty feet." Nice. Yeah. That's nice. But you don't want to use it at close range either. Like so, you want to use it over twenty feet because twenty feet is your minimum. Mm. One twenty is your max. Um. <clears throat> The sphere spreads around corners, and its area is heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed, at least 10 miles per hour, disperses it. Because the last thing that happened is the manticore kind of got mad, right? Right. Okay. It noticed Ren, so it knows that there are people there. Because my aim is too confusing. And Rem is currently the closest at 30 feet. Yeah, she's 30 feet away. And then two of you the are at 60. The radius is a 20-foot radius. So if the manticore is in the center, it's only... Although... It's 20-foot radius. We do have to worry so about the 20 feet. lady that's in there, too. Because... Well, this doesn't right. say how high it goes. But 
but there's a windmill. The the range is 120 feet. So you could technically, if you wanted to use this spell, um, aim past it so that. Uh, well, you you can go you can go above twenty feet. So like, like the maximum distance you could cast this is one hundred and twenty. Right. But you could bring it back thirty feet or yeah, you know, forty feet, something like that. Whatever the math ends up being, um, because you're yeah, you're sixty feet away from it. So you could cast it at sixty feet away, and then there's a twenty foot radius mm-hmm. of fog, if that's what you wanted to do. Now, I'm trying to think if it's going to be effective or if it's going to be a hindrance for everybody. Because they'll have to navigate through it. That's why I was going to put around the manticore because it's thick. That's true. The area is heavily obscured, but I... And it can... Um, it's also a concentration spell, so if you cast something else, then it disappears. But if mm. you keep concentrating, it will last up to an hour. Although I didn't want to go in like, like attack it with my great axe. Hideous laughter is a spell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um... Okay, I think I'll just go ahead and do the nice simple magic missile and not make things too okay. difficult for Let the me... people I just met. <laughs> Let me go ahead and add that to your... To my slots. So if I have that like prepared, could I cast this again later today without, or is it it's expended? You would be expending um, spell slots right. each time you use it. So I can choose from anything, but I've used a a spell slot for the day. Right, okay. and you have two. Okay. Um, so if you want to keep looking. Uh, do you want to get any closer, or do you want to stay back where you're at? Because you can move. I'd probably move up by uh, 20 feet rather than the full 30 feet that I can go. Okay, so that puts you 40 feet away from the manticore. All right. Um, so then you want to cast Magic Missile? Yep. Okay. At, can I? Hmm? Can I, like, choose which part of its body to aim at? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. Because it's got a range of 120 feet. As a wizard, who knows the history of the creature, would I know where its weak spot is? Um, the DM's got to know the weak spot. <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, Didn't you say it was injured? It is It is injured From its so far. Left timeline mm-hmm. through the end of its hand. Right. So it is injured on the left side of its body toward the rear. I'll just aim at the perceived injury. Okay. So go ahead and roll a d20 toward its AC. 11. Okay, that is an 11. With Do you have a modifier? Which um, Which thing did I just roll for? Intelligence, I think? Uh, da, 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 da. It's uh, an evocation. That doesn't sound like it. Oh, you know what? It's a spell. So. Let me... Okay, so... Okay, so there is no modifier because it's a spell. Okay. So that's a straight 11? Yeah. Um, let me pull this up again. I need to be able to open it in a new tab because it's too hard to find. 
So, um, yeah, you're not able to hit it. it you're <clears throat> for as confident as you are, the the spell just kind of. I don't know if like maybe just your full concentration wasn't in it because you're a little worried about Ding Dong over here. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like you, you cast the spell, but it just kind of sputters. It doesn't actually do anything. Um, But the Manticore doesn't notice that you even tried anything. So, Phelan, it is your turn. That question real quick. Yeah. Um... When you roll something like a 20 or a 1, where mm-hmm. it's a critical, mm-hmm. do you you look at that and you don't consider modifiers, right? So, like, I have it, my initiative says plus 3, I rolled a 1, but does it stay a 1 because I rolled a, a 1? Yeah, because your initiative is only when you're rolling initiative. Um, when you're attacking, you are rolling against that creature's armor class. So... The first roll is to see whether or not it actually hits them. Mm-hmm. So that's where your your one or your twenty would suck or be awesome depending okay. on what you roll. So if you roll a one, it is a critical fail. If you roll a twenty, it is a critical hit, and basically you're able to do almost whatever you want. Right. So I just so there how the- so there's no modifier there. Um, I I don't. Oh, you know what? You have a proficiency bonus, so hold on a second. Um, let me look at Amanda's sheet. Lots of things to consider. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up because we use Roll20, so everything's all digital. So I just click something. I click whatever I want to use, and it rolls for me and does all the math. Right. So this is a little harder. Okay. Like, Because if you wanted to, you could pull up your phone. Now, you're not rolling physically, but you could still pull up D&D Beyond on your phone, pull up your character sheet, and then you can actually... Yeah. Um, and then if you, like... will die down there. Actually, I think... So just to kind of mess around here, if we do... Oh. Let's see. So actions. So let's just say you want to use your longbow. I think... Go back! So you would... Um, do the... Yeah, hit. Yeah, so... Oh, that's a, that was a crit. Okay, so... And then, so that's plus five. Because you're using your longbow, so then you add the plus five, and then you'll roll damage after that. So, this is the thing that, like, as ready as I am... Yeah, I'm really not. It is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot to, to maintain. So, um, okay, so, yeah, that's how you would do that. Does that make sense now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, yeah, it is, you're up. Doing Grace. 
I was trying to mm, never mind. over here. <laughs> Did we win? Nope, Josh was waiting on you, I think. Why are you waiting on me? I already went. Just to be nice so you know what was going on. Oh. So, it is your turn to uh, attack or do whatever you want to do. Run away. So, I want to fire my bow. Okay. Um, so... I don't want to move at all or anything. <clears throat> I'm plenty in range. So go ahead and roll your d20 and then add five. All right. Twelve. So that is a seventeen. That that hits. So then, for for damage, you'll roll one d8 and then add three, and you'll get piercing. This will be piercing damage. Now just question on yeah. here. It looks like that's two d8. Hmm. That's really weird. I don't know why, and of course I don't have it on my sheet down here. So. I know. Because technically, this should be the exact same sheet that we're both looking at. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. He went in and altered his sheet before he showed it to you. Are you using this one or the other one? Um. Uh, I was using the app. Uh, I should probably get that app. I forgot there is an app. Yeah, so I've got the app, I've got my PDF up, and I've got the website up, and I've got this, hmm. so. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I would think whatever you say goes, so if you think it should just be one, that's fine. I'm going to go with one, just because I'm not sure, because you should only, you're only a level one character, so for you to be able to basically, in theory, be able to do almost double the damage... At a level one, like, well, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> right. So go ahead and roll 1d8. Which would be this one. Yeah. Right? Yep. And then add three to that, and that'll be the damage. Two plus three. So that's five. Um, <clears throat> so the the arrow launches and... It hits, it hits like the middle of its torso. Like you, you weren't able to hit the weak part, but it hit and it absolutely notices that you're there. <laughs> it notices that you're further back, but it looks at Rem and then it looks at Angelique. Thanks. And it's no longer worried about what's in the tower. It has turned straight toward you. Mission accomplished. <clears throat> well... So, um, I'm trying, I'm not keeping track of the, let's see, I gotta keep track of HP here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Let me get my calculator out just to keep track better. Okay, so um, it turns and it looks right at Rem because noticed you first and 
has no idea who it necessarily came from. It just knows that there are three of you here interfering with uh, what you're supposed to be doing. So, let me figure out what it's going to do. Um, so, it's 60 feet away. From me, it would technically be 30. That's true. So, um, <clears throat> because it's wounded, it can't move its full speed. So, it moves to where it's about 10 feet in front of you. <laughs> and um, it goes to swipe its paw and kind of stumbles a little bit. And luckily, just happens to miss you. <clears throat> See, y'all were worried about me for nothing. All right, so. I still worry about you. Now, mind you that this is a large creature. Like, it is bigger than a human man. Okay? That's what classifies as large. So is there an size of an Giraffe, maybe? Let's just say, like, <laughs> the size <laughs> of, a, of a lion. <laughs> yeah. Like a full-grown lion. Oh, okay. So, back up to you. Um, I will move. And attack it with my grade. You're moving up to it? Yes. It. Okay. Yes, because it's a melee weapon, so You're I have to You're just going to go like straight in. She's a fighter. <laughs> okay. You're not even going to like try to circle it's around D12 or something behind four. it? You need to roll AC. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Five, Five. Plus, what is it? Armor class. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait, what? I get a bonus of some kind, but I don't know what. Um, let's see, what were you... What were you planning on using? Your axe? Yeah. So, add six. Add six? Uh-huh. So, 11. Okay. So... That doesn't hit. Like, you get over eager. So, like, you you run up there and you swing that axe and you end up burying it in the ground next to you. <laughs> and just, like, stare this thing right in the face. Like, with all of its teeth. And it just, like, roars and, like, spittle, like, covers your face. What is it with me and <laughs> stuff on your face? <laughs> um, well, I guess... You moved and you attacked. Yeah, but... If you move, you can move up to the limit, even if you move and do something else. That's true. Back. So I'm going uh, to grab my axe and move 20 feet back. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what I have remaining. So. so after the manticore, like, basically screams at her face, she just turns, <laughs> gra grabs the axe, and just, like, jerks it out and just kind of stumbles end over end, like, 20 feet back to where she... To where she's kind of in the safe exactly. zone. And then I turn around and I look in his eyes and I go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Angelique, it is your turn. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, what? I moved up 20 feet, so I'm, I was. You were 40 feet 40 away. 40 feet yeah. away. Mm-hmm. And so. she's how far away from me now? Because she I'm moved a, up 10 and then uh, back I'm 20. Like, 10 So she's 20 you. feet away, so she's 20 ahead of me. I'm trying to math. Hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. I the manticore, you said move 20 foot. It was 60 foot. Right. So the manticore is now me. 20 feet from you. Oh, okay. And I'm like 10 and feet behind you. So then she ran backwards. Right, behind 
Now you are the closest target. <laughs> right. She <laughs> was like, hit it, Amanda, hit it! <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna move up. I'm Let's gonna... change your rail. <laughs> okay, why are you sitting it... next to me? thought you might want to try it. Does, does the, is the manticore focused on me specifically right now? Not really, because um, it just screamed at Rem. Okay. So I'm going to try... Now, mind you, track. combat is... One round is roughly like six seconds. Okay. <clears throat> so at, as she is running back, you're stepping up to kind of make your... That's what I was thinking I would do. So I'm going to try to circle around to its tail side where the weak spot is. Okay. It's what his back leg and tail is where the weak spot is. Okay. So I'm going to try to move behind it and pierce it with my dagger. I don't know why my range says 20 out of 60 for that. Uh, because it is a throwing. You can throw it. Which actually, in this case, you would have to if you want to attack it because... Well, no, no, no. You would be able to... Because it was only 20 feet from you. Yeah, and I have 30 feet. Right. So you could move... I'm assuming I could do more damage by being right up to it and not throwing it. Because I'd have to... Um... Oddly enough, I don't... <laughs> it doesn't say, like, <laughs> if it's thrown... <laughs> um... No, it's still... It's still the same amount well, of damage. Well, if it's the same, then I'm going to take a good healthy dose backwards. <laughs> of course, if you throw your dagger, then your dagger's over there. That's true. Wait, my... Wait a minute. Yeah, but I, I just realized no something. My so. dice is still in that thing. No, it's not. No, yeah, because... It bounced early and she threw her... Yeah, it bounced off. No, no, no. It hit and it... Uh... Well, it cut it when it hit it, but it bounced off. Okay. Okay. I probably so it's on the ground I should have now. left it there, but let's just say that you were sneaky enough to get it. Let's just <laughs> go that way because I can we're do that. Pretending. I make the rules. <laughs> the manticore whacked it with his tail and it turned around and managed to toss it back towards you. So. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll just I'll go with my original plan. I don't worry about throwing it because, in my opinion, if I were to just go up there and do this, I would probably hit it more likely than if I mm-hmm. were to throw it. I'm a wizard. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> hand is probably decently good considering I aim spells. But you right? shouldn't be that close ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With me, on the other hand, I just run in, try to kill it from my room. <laughs> like, so I roll a d20 for attacking my dagger. Yeah, roll your d20 to see if you actually do successfully hit it. 20! That is. Yeah. <laughs> That is a crit. So go ahead and roll 1d4 plus 1. Uh, it's, it's the pyramid. The, this, no. Nope. Yep. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, plus 1. Mm-hmm. I just add 1 after I roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so whatever number's on top, that's 2. 2, yeah. Plus 1, that's 3. Let's double that. That's 6. My dagger says plus 3 down here. What's that? Oh, oh, plus three would be, so it would be 20 plus three, so it's oh, 23. Okay. That's what that is. I'm okay. sorry. That's what Josh and I just dis- discovered, because I played <laughs> the lazy way, I guess. So. Okay, and then the 1d4 plus one. And then because you rolled a crit, we double it, so nice. it's six hit points. Nice. 
what she did with an axe. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> but you also did it from like right on top of it. Yeah, with a little dagger. <laughs> right. <clears throat> All right. So, Phelan, it is your turn. I think I'm going to knock and loose another arrow. Okay. So go ahead and roll for or against AC. It's your D20. Well now. <laughs> Don't use somebody else's dice. <laughs> I've seen well, her roll. <laughs> COVID-19. Alright, 13 plus three, right? Plus five. Five. Okay. So that's an 18. So that hits. So for damage, you'll roll a d8 and then add three. Six, right? Six. Yes, yeah, that's nine. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. That was very confusing. He's like six. Yep, six. That's nine. <laughs> I'm like, what? I know. What just happened? <laughs> so, <laughs> of course she left. Why did she leave? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'll wait. So what's the general consensus so far? What am I going to use my figure for? We don't like battle map. That's so, like the videos watching he had is almost like a dry erase board and mm-hmm. he just mark out that kind of help better nice. visualize what you're doing. Yeah, you, you a can. Little more. You can. Um, and it's kind of one of those things that it's like what works best for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like some people work okay with like theater of the mind. Some people want the minis and stuff, which I'm not opposed to the minis, but it's what is the best way to do my job. Mm-hmm. In theory, what I want to do when we move things like completely to my house, I want a custom, like I want to buy a table mm-hmm. like this and take a monitor and like set it in there nice. so that yeah. so that yeah, everybody can cool. put their mini on it um but that like that's kind of the hard part is like matt mercer who's the one that gm's um critical role like he was like you can go either way and like a battle mat isn't necessary like it's helpful but he said if you have like three or four players it's not bad but if you're trying to do like seven people, he's like, do you absolutely need it? Because it's really hard to remember who is where. Yeah. So. Like we just had that. Like, wait, the manticore moved and then she, right. she moved. So where is she? Right. So <laughs> I'm. <Not> somewhere. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way because what I want to do is I want to be able to hook up like my computer up to a TV or monitor and pull up like a roll 20 virtual tabletop and then I can just move your your trackers around so you can see everything and I've worked like all week on trying to figure out how to do it but like you have to be so like a GM has to set everything up and then you need a player account to mm. show it to you guys mm. so it's kind of like I've got to figure out how to do it. We've already got our character sheets where you gotta look. Back. Right, right, and I have a plug. Yeah, that might be adding too much. It'd be easier once. to just have something Maybe. right here and have us right. do our thing. Right. Story. Well, I mean, it'd be easier when we get a little better at knowing our characters. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't mind this because so. it's helping me learn. Um, 
my thing is I've got to figure out the best way to the best way to present a battle map because you know in this situation um this map like the map that I have for it it's pretty open you know um because like if you think about it you've got this big tower and then there's a fence you guys can walk right in here so it kind of makes sense but there are others where we like actually get into dungeons and there's like eight different rooms and so to move into i it's like how do i manage all of that have you seen the i can't remember what they're called do you remember me showing you that the dungeon thing that's like it's some sort of... It used to be like a Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, like tiles. It was like and, pad tiles. Uh-huh. And it was like Lincoln Logs for D&D. Yeah. yeah. I've seen stuff like that, but, man, sometimes those things are so expensive. Uh, that's why 3D print stuff. <laughs> right. Right. So, eventually, we'll, we may get to that point because I would like to actually grow this out to where it's not just the three of you, mm-hmm. but, like, other friends or family members, if they're interested in playing, mm-hmm. they could either hop in or become a permanent part or something like that. So, I'm still trying to figure out how things work. I did find something toward the end of my work day um, before I was packing stuff up that you can create a virtual tabletop where you don't need like multiple players or anything like I can set all of the maps up place you guys and then kind of do what I want it's a lot simpler than roll 20 you guys would just have to know your character sheets better so tonight I'll probably go and reprint everybody's with all of the stats and everything Mm -hmm. you're supposed to have (laughs) that way at least you have a physical copy if you don't want to use your phones so Okay. Um, I rolled a nine. Damage. You rolled a six. I rolled six plus three. (laughs) Just to be clear. So Phelan um, shot the manticore again. Big jet for anything. Right. Um, And did nine damage to it. Um, And it... uh, Was it the last time I got it inside? Yeah. First time I got it inside, I got a five. You just kind of, he just kind of missed them. Right. Um, so with this shot, you've adjusted your aim and you like, your arrow comes in and like just tears through like the muscle, like right, like, you know, it's haunches here and it just like right inside the muscle of the leg and it just kind of kicks its leg out and it wails. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, you hear... The lady that's up at the top of the tower that you've totally forgotten about. <laughs> I remember her. <laughs> um, you hear her go, oh yeah, yep, that looks like a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> and the manticore just kind of hobbles back a little bit. And um, you, after it wails, it, it breathes very heavy and it just goes... <sighs> Stop! Stop! <laughs> Never. <laughs> well then. So, um, as it as it hobbles backward and it kind of wails, um, the the woman 
kind of pops her head out the window and she's like, is somebody gonna come up here or like help me down? Like do it while this thing is hurt. All right, I'm, I'm gonna propose an idea. I'm gonna save one or two of us, go into that tower and save the lady. And one of us will stay down here and distract the thing. The giant furry thing. Um, yeah. That's what I propose. Because I kind of still want to hurt it a lot. <laughs> I suggest our wizard friend here goes up and checks on the lady while you and I keep an eye on the manticore. Sounds good. Except, y'all, I can, like, cast Why? a giant fog cloud so that he can't see you guys run up and get the lady. <laughs> I ain't going up there. <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere right now, either. But then he couldn't see anybody. <sighs> How fast can you guys move? 30 feet. Are we all the same? I think you're all the same. So 30 feet. Fly. <laughs> one of us can fly. I don't even know if that's a thing that we need to like explore. I just don't know if that's a mechanic. In, I don't know. Why do you have wings? I don't know. I have wings. <laughs> I think that's an action for her to use, though. I don't because know. with <laughs> the Osmore that I couldn't read any of this because I don't own the, the Osmore character that I've uh, learned about. Um, you he has to have use action because the sprout wings. I guess that makes sense for some hmm. things. Yeah, because basically you look human, except you can grow a pair of giant glowing wings out of your back. That's not it. You can be a <laughs> dragon sorcerer, and if you get a high enough level, you get dragon wings. Wow. I know. I was going to be a sorcerer with my ASMR and then... Got to that part and was like, so, redundant. I have dragon wings and angel wings." Based on a, a <laughs> based on a brief check, you can't use your wings yet because you're not third level. Makes sense. My wings. Uh, <laughs> you have them. You just don't use them. They're just like really. Cute, They're for decoration. Like, like yeah. Cupid wings. <laughs> Remember, this is a party, so if you don't want to, you don't have to. <laughs> if I kill it, do I get anything out of it? I can't tell you that. The tiefling clearly uh, not going to be deterred from just slashing and whatnot and stuff. So she gets to go first, though, right? Well, this conversation interrupted battle, so. So now what? Do so we have to So now you have a choice. Do you... So you have one person in your party <coughs> that is good with her idea. So you're well, kind of... Yeah. Right now you're kind of outvoted, yeah, but you still, well, see, you're still your own person. That. See, what I vote is the human goes in there, and me and the Osmar stay down here. That's... That's another idea. Manticore's over there wailing, and we pull out the table. We're like, so I want to get closer to the manticore and ask it what it's doing. Okay. Um. So that's actually gonna. Well, because you're not in battle, so I would say technically you could move sixty feet. Um. 
because you were still the you furthest were like, away. Yeah, you didn't move at all. You just keep climbing. I mean, I don't necessarily want to be right next to it. Okay. So <laughs> right you say you just want to kind of move up your your current right. full Close half move. the distance. Okay, close half the distance and then yell at it. Yeah. And so go ahead, role play that. Um. Walks up to magical. <laughs> Why should I stop? What are you doing? You, it's 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 a misunderstanding. You don't understand. Obviously, because it's a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything to misunderstand about you attacking this lady's little tower. No, I I. I'm not here to attack her tower. I'm I'm looking for a potion to, to cure myself. You don't understand. I was attacked by the white dragon cryovane. I'm here for a potion and well, look at me. It's not like I can just ask for one. I had to get into the building. I thought we kill it. <laughs> Do any of us have any potions on us? Nope. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what do one of you want to go inside and okay. see if you can find this potion? <laughs> I would probably know it if I saw it. So I'll head inside. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the Manticore? Or does Angelique just walk into... What does this potion do? Uh, oh yeah, you're actually asking the Manticore not to know. <laughs> Magic was like, I cannot tell you. <laughs> it's a healing potion. This was the closest place to where I got attacked. I I just needed in and I was desperate. Look! And it kind of gestures back as best as a manticore can to its uh, its back leg, which now has an arrow tearing through part of the muscle. It's got this deep gash from a previous attack that goes from <clears throat> well it come it, it's fr- it goes from like oh. like throughout their their leg and like through their tail end it doesn't look so much like a gash from like a sword or something like that it looks like it probably got in a scrap with a dragon and the dragon tried to bite it mm-hmm. um, and there's like a chunk taken out of like the base of its tail <laughs> what were you doing near a dragon? It invaded my home, killed my family, and I was trying to fight and protect it. Well, let, let me see what my friend can find inside. Meanwhile, I've already gotten to the door. Because <laughs> someone's having a really long chat. <laughs> Even though this chat takes around two minutes, a value about the potion has been said since it's just the healing potion, so I had it inside. Right. So you go inside and let me pull that page up. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Does Amanda have lay on hands? Yeah. She could use that. I believe so. Man, yeah, I thought about that, she? but. I don't know how that all works, Could and she? you wanted a healing potion, and I wanted to go inside because nobody else is going inside. Okay, uh, well, you decided to go, go inside. inside. That's fine. Um, yep. So once... I was like, see ya! <laughs> so once you're inside, um, 
uh, since it's died down outside, you see the woman coming back down the stairs, kind of hesitantly, um, checking things out. Did she see me? <laughs> and, uh, she... Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, like, blank. Um, she comes down and she goes, oh, that, that... I'll tell you, that was a great show. I'm <laughs> terrified for my life, but that was a great show. Um, you, my dear, did a fantastic job with your dagger. Um, I I am terrified, though. Um, did you kill it? No, I would advise you remain inside until we can see this through. It appears that the Manticore was not here to harm you, but to acquire a potion of healing. Do you have one of those on hand? Uh, well... Oddly enough, yes, um, I, um, I'm an apothecary, so, uh, nice to meet you, by the way. My name is Adabra, Gwen, and, um, you might be... I'm Angelique Everflight. Ah, okay, um, well, yes, I have potions galore, and she opens this gigantic cabinet that is just filled with various potions, and she kind of looks through them and... Well, I, I feel so badly now that it's been attacked and all it needed was a potion. <laughs> I wish I would have politely asked. I, I definitely would have helped it. And she reaches up and she grabs this um, jar with this red liquid. And she goes, well, this is one of the freshest ones. Uh, I, I suppose this would work. And she hands it to you. <clears throat> I look at it. This is a healing potion? Uh, yes, the red ones are healing potions. <laughs> I thought it'd be green. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. green, bubbly, healing potion, and a squirt bottle. <laughs> I mean, we were playing Warhammer, so uh, it was green, and that was. So if uh, if you give this to our beastly um, gentleman out there, then uh, it should fix him back up. I mean, maybe not permanently, because. Well, it's such a small dose, but it should at least get him on his way. Um, so he was knocking down my home for a potion. Hmm. Okay. Well. Uh, well, I. I guess. Uh, I. I guess you can have it. <clears throat> well, thank you. I advise you still stay inside until we're sure the Manticore is going to be on his way. Huh, that's probably a good idea. Um. I will. I. Will put her around and um you and your friends once he's gone i suppose you can come back in and uh we can have a chat uh, I'm, I'm curious at why you came up this way uh, dragons and all but um okay so uh be on your way and i'll i'll, I'll be back here and i'll be she... back as soon as it's safe and i leave <laughs> with the potion all right so angelique walks out of the the building and phelan is standing there Keeping an eye on the Manticore while Rem and on Rem, who's drooling in Yeah, she just she just like keeps like hefting her axe, and then she puts it down, and then she pulls out her hand axes and kind of. She's like she like practicing what the best final blow would be. Sure, it doesn't decide to eat us all, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh. Also, because we have it. Uh-huh. I forgot I had these. <laughs> I got a thing. I got a thing. It's a potion. Feeling. Um. That you just can't give back to. <laughs> I mean, look, it even says it's red. See? Told you. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you know, be like, well, I'm a wizard, so let me just roll for perception on this potion. Make sure it's legit. <laughs> um. I was imagining it, imagining it, be like, in this clear squirt bottle and it was like green right and so as you walk out um the manticore definitely i mean doesn't look as angry as it did but you can tell that it is hurting something fierce uh and he sees you walk out with this glorious you know potion that seems to like glisten in the light oh yes uh, that, that would do me up quite right. Could you, well, not like I can reach well, but would one of you mind dumping that on my, on my hind leg there? Just be gentle. Just to, like, drink it. He doesn't know that. <laughs> Dumps it. Sees it to the dirt. But you know that. Come on, like, I'll pour it here and you lick it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you can move very well. Actually, Miss Mr. Manticore. Can I call you Mr. Manticore? <laughs> it's Mr. Jones, but yes, you can call me Mr. Manticore. It must be drunk to be of full capacity. Mm. You must drink this potion. Uh, well, that would make sense as well, given I have no thumbs, but... <laughs> Mm. Well, would someone do me a favor of dumping it in my mouth then? Again, no thumbs. No thumbs. Huh? I said as long as you you promise not to eat us. I walk up and pass the the potion of healing to Phelan, who's marginally closer and a bit better up. (laughs) So go ahead and roll a... Has better thumbs. I have my great action anyway, so we're safe. (laughs) Tiefling's like, no funny business. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and um, uh, roll a dexterity saving throw, so you'll add five to whatever you roll. Well, it's a good thing I gave it to him. Wait, we're throwing it? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> six. Blast it all. So, eleven. Um, Ooh, crunchy. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you're definitely cautious, because this dude's got, like, teeth upon teeth upon teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, shark teeth. Basically. So, like, rose behind. And so, Phelan just, like, pours it, and you just hear, like, this hollow sound as the liquid is just poured in, because his head is just so huge. Uh, It's like a cave, drops of water. Right. So, he, like, he closes his mouth and licks his his face and kind of lays down and rests, and he goes, Ugh. Thank you. Uh, I know you just attacked me, and it's probably odd to call you friends, but... I give him the side eye. Well, most I give him the side eye. Show that to Gracie. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a main course. 
That's what they look like. So, uh, he, uh, <clears throat> he says, he says, I don't know if we could be called friends, but once I'm feeling better, if in fact you do find the dragon, Cryobane, the white dragon threatening our lands, you will find me, you will get a note to me, and I will be at your service. I will be by your side. He took my family from me. I want him destroyed. You know, it's funny that he says that, and yet he could barely take it on his own. So, Mr. Jones, how do you feel about being <laughs> About the what? Don't think he's in shape for that. <laughs> the what? About being ridden. <laughs> well, this isn't a superior healing potion, so... I'm I'm gonna stay here and lick my wounds for a while. Uh, eventually, maybe. But you have wings. Why? Just because I have them doesn't mean that you can take advantage of me. Uh, adventurers. If I wanted to look at safely removing the arrow that I stuck in him, uh, what skill will that use? Um. Let's roll sleight of hand. So be a plus three. Put it on plus four in sleight of hands. That's dexterity. Okay. So yeah, D twenty, but it's a plus three bonus. No, why is that three instead of five? So five is because you were rolling a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, so these are all saving throws and then down here okay over here it says three right but but when you're doing a skill check you'll use this here oh okay he says sleight of hand so okay right so plus three I have a medicine skill let's say plus two on exit oh it says plus four hmm but medicine isn't the same as no, medical. No, medicine is a wisdom check that lets you try to stabilize a dying companion or diagnose an illness. I'm just letting them know that I have it. That's good to know. Okay. Well. Yep. So go ahead and roll and then add three. Here we go. Let's see how good you are at it. Twelve. Twelve. Three. Um, yeah, you... <clears throat> While he's talking to Angelique and side-eyeing Rem... Um, <laughs> You reach over and you just jerk this arrow out. And because he's distracted, like, he feels it and he just... And then just kind of acts like nothing happened. Like, tries to keep his composure as you tear it out. While I'm asking him if he can be ridden. Right. Right. Same exact time. No, I would not say I can be ridden. By the time I'm on, done with you, I'm going to need another one of these. <laughs> Can the um, arrow be reused? Sure. Well, I shot. I had 20 arrows. I yeah, shot two of them. Frugal, so. frugal, <laughs> I'm frugal adventure. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So at this point, I'm going to go inside. Uh, yeah. I just figured that would be. 
you're yeah. going you're going back inside. We should go inside and talk to the lady. Um, Rem, roll a perception check. Rem, see if you're paying attention. <laughs> you have a zero in perception? Yep. <laughs> so um so they they walk back into the building and uh, I'm like staring you, at this man. You stare at the manicure and have no idea that your friends have just walked past you. And like, Phelan's the last one through the door and he's like, Rem, hey. Huh? Never mind. And they just both walk in while you stare at the manticore. Making sure he doesn't eat anybody, okay? Don't make everything awkward, don't you? Yes. The poor manticore is like. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like dying over here. I don't really need help. <laughs> it's like, how could I ask my friend if you need help? <laughs> she knows magic, I think. <laughs> um, so, well, that's weird. Pervert. I think this, oh no. <laughs> I just couldn't tell what it said. Um, I was like, it looks like it just looped back. It didn't. <laughs> We're good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, where am I at here? We went inside. Yeah, oh, you yeah, guys yeah. went inside. I'm still staring at the manicure <clears throat> awkwardly. Um, so you go inside, and, um, can't remember her name. Adabra is in there, just uh, kind of mixing up more tonics and, uh-huh. and testing things, kind of waiting for the two of you, or the three of you, to <laughs> come in. And she hears the door close, and she turns around, and and she goes, Ah, oh, yes, Thasmar, you're back. Oh, and you brought your handsome friend with you, too. <laughs> um, so, I assume the potion worked, yes? Uh, marginally. He's still in pain, thanks to all of us injuring him some more. Uh, yeah. But uh, we appreciate your help. Well, you are more than welcome. Um, oh, you know what? I probably should let you keep this so you make sure you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. I wondered where that went. I don't know how I ended up with it. You took it because you were the lady at the desk. Oh, that's right, and I didn't Uh, give it back. She just winks, winks. I'll keep this. You need to figure out what you're doing by yourself. Okay. So, um, sorry. I knew where I was supposed to go with it, and then I was like, really? Like, am I sure? So, um, she, yeah, so, uh, you guys were talking about healing potion working and everything. She goes, ah, so, uh, why exactly did you head up this way? It's odd to see random, uh, adventurers and strangers, uh, heading up to Umbridge Hill. Well, it just so happens a Harbin Wester seems to want you to return to town with the recent dragon about. Hmm, Harbin. Seems to think it'd be safer. Yes, he is such a worrywart. I mean, the man himself can't come out of his own office, but uh, never mind that. Uh, you know, I know what you just witnessed, and honestly, it was a misunderstanding. I'm not messed with very often. I, I don't see why I need to come to Vandalin. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. I have everything I need here, and uh, as you can see, I'm well stocked of everything. Uh, so, um, and if 
should happen. I, I am trained in some combat, but uh, I, I don't see any reason to come to Phandalin. I, I think you're going to have to return and tell Harbin no, that I decided I was going to stay here with my home. Well, based on what we just witnessed, it seems that your uh, well-stocked cabinets are the reason you're being targeted. Well, that may be so, but uh, knowing that this was a uh, misunderstanding, I might be more more inclined to negotiate with people that show up. So um, my answer is still no. Mr. Handsome... <laughs> Mr. Negative won the charisma. <laughs> I was here, so. Uh, are you still? Am I needed? <laughs> are you still looking at the manticore? Yes. The other part of your, the other two thirds of your party are inside. I know. Roll a perception check. Or do I? Eight. Plus. Zero? Yes. <laughs> she really doesn't pay attention. Okay, you're still no. outside. Picking grass at this point. No. no, I'm like chopping down grass with my axe. What's your name? Adabra. Oh Adabra. yeah, that's what it was. Like abracadabra. Mm-hmm. Only the end of it. <laughs> well, Adabra. I, I... If I were you, I would be quite willing to accompany us with this, uh, Handsome man to escort you all the way back to town where you'll be safe. Hmm. Roll persuasion. I don't need to roll anything. Because I'm still staying on that one is invisible. On that thing, so. so, it is a plus zero. So, roll oh, a d20. Okay. Yeah. It's better than mine. It was persuasion. What was that? That's a ten. Okay. Ten. So she she eyeballs Phelan, and she looks at you, and yes, well, he may be quite handsome, but I just can't leave everything I've worked for. But I assume there must have been some sort of payment if I returned with you. Is that why you're pressuring me so much? <laughs> no. <laughs> that may have been one of the perks mentioned. Hmm. Of course, money. <laughs> How about this? I will I will give you a note. I need you to give it directly to Harbin. It will explain why I cannot leave everything I've worked for here. Um, but if something should happen and I need help, I will send a call directly to him again. And if it is the two, or I can't tell if there was a third one, goofy one, playing with the flowers. Uh, I'm not playing with flowers! You are if you call your axes flowers. <clears throat> if, <laughs> if anyone in your party should return to recover me, I will go with you, because at that point I will be in dire straits, so... <sighs> Alright, one moment, let me write this letter, and... Then you can be on your way. I'm sure Harbin will reward you for the effort, and you can regale him with the story of the manticore. Uh, it's going to make him feel better. He hates stories like that, but <laughs> never mind. Uh, one moment. So she, she turns around and heads up a flight of stairs, 
um, to her private quarters. <sighs> and uh, Rem, you finally make it inside. <laughs> what did I miss? The manticore didn't eat me. We're good. <laughs> and the only reason you're inside is because the manticore actually fell up to leaving and you flew off. I annoyed him. <laughs> I assume the only reason you're in here is because there was nothing better outside. He left. He didn't eat me. We're good. Well, anyway, <laughs> it seems that we're not bringing back Adabra. Oh. <laughs> well then, as soon as we have that note, I guess we'll be on our way. And as you say that, she descends the stairs, and she, um, she goes to hand the note to Phelan, and then pulls it back, and she goes to give it to, um, Angelique, and she pulls it back, and she looks at Rem, she goes... Don't you dare touch this. She looks back to Angelique. She goes, You are the one I trust. You are the one that is handsome. And she hands Angelique the note. I get no comment, really. Hey, old man. All right. I have more things to work on and, uh, as I said, once that is delivered to Harbin, if uh, trouble should arise and one of your party comes to get me, I will return. But at this point in time, I don't see any reason to leave. But I do appreciate your courage and effort to uh, return me to the city for my safety. I don't care. For and you you're sure you'll be safe here? I believe so. Uh, every once in a while, I have a good friend that comes and checks on me and he's always uh, carrying a couple swords in his scabbards. So, um, yes, I think I'll be fine. If he can't handle whatever comes at me, then I absolutely do need help. I don't like you, Miss Lady. Well, I wish you all the fortune I want a word. Hold on. We'll be seeing you. <laughs> walks out the door. <laughs> Goodbye, handsome man. <laughs> Be safe, Adopra. We'll get this note straight to Harbin. Thank you, Angelique. I, I greatly appreciate it. You are a very trustworthy soul. And she heads back to work and kind of looks back at Rem. She kind of shakes her head a little bit and says, Girl, I hope one day you become more courageous than you are. Well, then maybe I hope you have your head screwed on straight. <laughs> Good day. I don't like you either. And she shoves you out the door and shuts shuts it in your face. I'm gonna do that anyway. <laughs> Here, I was gonna drag her out by her clothes. <laughs> so, uh, note in hand, you all return like to Fandolin, <laughs> and the three of you enter the uh, Townmaster's Hall to see. The blue-haired dwarf lady. Oh, er, no, blue, blue-haired gnome. I don't know why I want to say blue-haired dwarf. It just rolls off the tongue better. Um, <clears throat> she's sitting on her very 
tall chair behind her very tall desk. And uh, what are your marching orders? Who is the first one in the door? Well, I have the note, so I'm going to come in okay. first. And then who is behind Angelique? I'll follow Angelique. And I'm behind Aylmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody comes in. Yeah. All right, so everybody comes in, and she sees... I have my cloak on again, like, trying to... <laughs> she, she sees Angelique come walking in, and um, she's, she's trying to peek up and over <laughs> because uh, she's, you know, looking at the clock on the wall and going... It's about that time, and she can't see past you and your wings to You're see tiny, the handsome man. Like so, uh, like it's one or two feathers. No, they're just short. They're just short for my boss. Right, it's in there. Um. Uh, and so she can't see anybody behind you, and so she just kind of slumps over, a little discouraged, leans o- leans up on her desk. And then looks at you and she says, oh, can I help you? Yes, I am one of a party who left just earlier today on a quest. And I've completed the quest in a manner of speaking. Mm. And she pulls out a little notepad next to her and flips a couple pages. And uh, hmm, the only quest that went out today was uh, up to Umbridge Hill. Uh, is that the quest that you are on? Yes, yes, it was. Ah, okay. Well, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have, um, it looks here that you should be returning the quest receipt along with a, uh, Ms. Adabra. Is that correct? That would be the original quest. However, I have a note to take directly to Harbin. No in-between. Hmm. Well, then. Um, hmm. His office is over there. And she points... Yeah, thank you. She points to the right. <laughs> and as you start walking that way, she goes, um, be, be, be very kind to him. He's a very timid uh, gentleman. Uh, <laughs> And she sinks back in her chair. And as you walk away, Phelan is right there. Handsome <laughs> man. Handsome <laughs> man. Uh, and she she doesn't expect to see him. So she just, and she falls backward off of her stool. Uh, may, may I um, point something out? I, um, I figured out how to cover my tail with my cloak as well as my horns <laughs> so no one should see my tail. Uh, Hopefully. Phelan, do you just follow? <laughs> I lean over to this to make sure she's okay. <laughs> so she oh, sees dear. you lean over and she's got the biggest smile on her face and she goes, oh, I am so glad that you are back with this group. <sighs> and then her eyes just kind of roll into the back of her head. <laughs> she's, she basically has a concussion because she hit the, the floor so hard. Does her awesome want to help? I'm gone. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> so, that's when he gets a little weirded out by her. Uh, right? <laughs> follow. 
My name. name. <laughs> I can't. Angelique. Angelique. Angel it's that wings. second half that I can't get it. Angel wings. Angelique. Yes. Okay. And that's where in character. Angie and leeks. I got it. <laughs> well, but here's like the thing. That vegetable. Here's the thing. If your character can't remember her name, then give her another name. That's totally up to you. Okay. Rem, well, do anyway, you do anything? You. Or do you just follow as Norm? I, just, I kind of like stop at the desk and kind of like look around. And then I just keep going. Okay. So um, you get to the door Make and... Make sure there's no one I recognize. <laughs> I know. Um, lightly. I gotta pull a little... Do I have to roll for a knock? No. <laughs> How loudly do you knock? Uses strength, rolls a twenty, breaks it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so you you knock on the door and you don't hear anything. There's no response. You might try sliding that under the door. But I'm supposed to give it directly to Harbin. Well, Harbin is directly on the other side of the store. <laughs> How do you know that? There was no answer. There might be no there could be a mark. Just a couple of observations from when I came in by myself earlier today. Instead of a Harbin, there sh- there could be a Marvin. <laughs> Helpful as usual, Ram. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd prefer to give it to him in person and explain the the manticore and the other circumstances around this quest. What does the note say? Wait. It's... Um, what does the note say? <laughs> At least in summary. As Salem grabs the note and starts opening it. Right. Oh, it, it, it is sealed. It's so, like a letter. So you don't know what it says. But... I have... Using sleight of hand, perhaps <laughs> they keep her breaking the seal. Wait, why aren't you alone? <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, well, I suggest sliding in, in the door and... Now remember, you have the quest receipt and you have the letter right, from Adabra. So, I, I have an idea. Um, don't know if it would be helpful, but... If you write, you could write almost like an additional... Thing to go with that explaining everything to the man on the other side of the door um, and slide them all under the door. The door locked. Nobody's um, tried the door yet. Yeah, nobody's tried it. So. I want to open it. <laughs> Can I open it? Rim tries to open it. <laughs> Rim's like, I'm going to open the door. <laughs> Uh, I have a feeling well, I have to uh, roll something. Giggles. Well, me and Angie discuss it. Yeah, we're just over here talking about it, where I'm just jealous. <laughs> I'm just like, hey! Let's see. Let's, uh, dexterity. Okay. Saving throw. See how well you can turn a doorknob. <laughs> uh, 18. Because you have a plus one. I opened that door so good, uh, <laughs> as Callum would say. <laughs> you twist the doorknob, and it starts to twist like you think Yay! it's going to pop open, and then the the handle snaps back. And <laughs> yeah, I try to open it again. Uh, I wouldn't know if there's a mark. Sure. Go ahead and roll a strength saving throw. I want to know if there's a mark on it. <laughs> Uh, uh, seven. Because I have a 
plus four in strength. I rolled a three. You have a plus six, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not looking at your saving throws. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I said saving throw. Oh. <laughs> so it would be a nine. Yes. <laughs> um, I had to do very quick. So you head. grab onto the doorknob and you twist just a little bit harder, except <laughs> this time it does not move at all. <laughs> and, and from the other side of the door, you you hear um, you hear somebody say, "If you're a dragon, <laughs> I am far too thin and bony. <laughs> I would not make a good meal. You need to go away." <laughs> and to this, uh, now I'm like very upset, At so I decided to. Kate's been over. I have noticed what is going on, and I grab Ren and pull her backwards. <laughs> And to that, I, I go back up to the door, having heard the voice, because of Link standing right there. And to when you do that, I turn to you and I go. <laughs> I just and I'm like, is that Mr. Marvin? <laughs> no, I'm not the Marvin. <laughs> I'm Angelique. I, I don't know what an Angelique is. <laughs> it's an Angelique. It's a vegetable. Okay. Oh, I'll take your initiative cards, by the way. Okay. You don't need those anymore. I'll slide it under the door. <laughs> well, this Angelique is here on a quest. Mm. Do you need a Dabra from the, the... What is the hill called? Umbridge Hill. hill. Uh, on Umbridge Hill? I have a a receipt and a note. For ah, you. yes, um... So a Dabra's here, yes? Oh, no, no. I have a note for you. I don't want a note. I want an Adabra. <laughs> Hmm. Adventurous. And a dog or no. Are you going to say anything or do anything? What? <laughs> <laughs> My office still stands. I will keep the door down. <laughs> well, I, at one time I made half an Adabra here, but, but that is not today. But I have a note, and I just slip all that under the door since apparently that's Harbin, so. Yes, yes. Please. Door. I I will take it. And uh, as you slip it under, it gets, like, jerked out of your hand very quickly. And you hear... I hear you, Mr. Marvin. (laughs) And... And, um... He goes... All right, this will do. Um, okay. Uh, hold, hold one moment. And you hear footsteps kind of walk away from the door and then walk back to the door. And you hear what sounds like metal drop on the floor. And then it's, you hear it slide and one gold coin comes out. And you hear drop, slide, two. <laughs> drop, slide. And he repeats this until you all have... <clears throat> um, let's see. Yeah. So it's supposed to be... 25. 25. We're going to do 25 per to make the math easy. Or I could just do 30. We'll do 25 per. So you each gain 25 gold. Yay. Now... Where do I write them? My... Anywhere on your sheet. I just wrote it. Um, plus the 10 I started with. And I will add it to your sheets here. Right? I started with 10 or whatever you said. Yes, you did start yeah, with 10. So, three. Um, Jeez. So, here is how I am going to 
work gold, or at least try to work gold in this campaign. Um, the only time that things will actually cost you money is if we decide to go shopping. Mm. Uh, and you are basically upgrading equipment. Mm. But food, lodging, we're just going to assume that... Ammunition. Yeah, because we're not really counting ammunition. Right. So, um, but yes, everything... Also, might I add? <clears throat> I have rustic... Ah, my voice. I have rustic hospitality. Does that work for all of us? Or just um... me? So how come you get to fire arrows and not lose any, but I can only fire two spells a day? <laughs> because that's, <laughs> how, that's how magic works. Why? <laughs> I would just assume magic. he's a ranger. He can make his own arrows. So. Oh, well, by the way, I didn't want to... That's not uh, fair. As far as that goes... Also, while they're um, talking to this person that's on the other side of the door, can I look around to see if I notice anyone? Or don't notice anyone? <laughs> um, is there something in particular you're looking for? Do you have a friend? <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm kind of... Searching for a person in particular. Okay, roll perception. Just to That's make sure the they're not there. That's tools I was talking about earlier that I okay, thought so I had, but... Perception. Oh, okay. Sure. I didn't see That's this. what I meant, but yeah. Okay. Nine. I saw it on my character sheet. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have here, to look so. it up. I don't know what else I can do with it, but... I rolled a nine for perception. Um, Unfortunate. And you don't have a modifier, no. so... Uh, no, it's just people from Phandalin coming in and out of the building. Nothing special, nothing crazy. Okay. So, um, yeah, you've you've gotten your gold, uh, gotten uh, some some approval from uh, Harbin, and of course, uh, as as much of a chicken and recluse as he is. Uh, Word of what you did at Umbridge Hill has spread throughout the town, and uh, people are pretty impressed with you, even Rem, because they don't know what she did or didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> but as a troop, you are, um, you you're you know you're you're not like popular, but you know people people know you when they see you. Mm-hmm. They don't know you by name, just when they see one you. Of us is a T flying, and one of us is. Right, you, you definitely stand out. And he the ale. It smells like ale. It smells like ale and it's very handsome. So, um... It's a mascot. Um... Oh, dear goodness. So, uh... We are gonna call it a night for your... Your first session, Yay. and um, we won. Yeah, I think you guys did did really well. I wanted. I, did I level up? Not yet. I don't like that Marvin <laughs> character. He's I don't too think, much of a goofball for me. Let me, let me actually. I'm gonna double check the leveling up. You never know. 
his real name could be Marvin. Oh, wait a minute. <gasps> you do level up. Yay! Yay! Do the leveling um, up sounds. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, hold on. <laughs>